The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's just over a year since I spoke on The Opinion Line with Leona Birmingham. Leona was one of a number of parents featured on an RTE Primetime Investigates documentary about the incineration of baby's organs from CUMH. Her son, Lee, a twin son, was born at CUMH. He died and his organs were taken and incinerated. It's a scandal. And RTE Investigates did a major program on it last autumn revealing that 18 babies had been involved, that their organs were sent from CUMH to Belgium in 2020 to be incinerated along with clinical waste. And as you can imagine, there was much outrage and upset at the time. The the families were deeply upset and grieving and there was public outrage that somebody signed off on this decision. And to this day, we don't know who that was. But they were promised... The families were promised a report from the HSE into what had happened and how it had happened and who had sanctioned it and all those questions. And so far, there's been no sign of that report. Um, Let's start by reminding ourselves of my conversation with Leona just over a year ago. So I just think they didn't act on they didn't think about us when they signed all this off and decided to incinerate our baby's organs abroad. Mm. It's it's just unthinkable, really. Supposing someone had called you, Leona, and said, look, we have a bit of a problem here. Would that have been, as in, we've nowhere... Would that have That would have been... Yeah, of course it would. I mean, we would have been out... We could have took pleas brain and like there was many things we could have we could have done mm. with it we could have buried it with him we could have like it's all our all all that really like a little to have a little piece of Leah home with us we would have absolutely loved it instead of it ending up with medical waste in another country it's just it's heartbreaking for us to even accept that leona that's a reminder of the First time you and I spoke here on the opinion line just after the primetime documentary. Uh, you've heard nothing since. Good morning. Good morning. Um, no, so we have no indication of when the report will be finalised. Um, we're not sure if it is finalised. Um, they're just coming back to us saying it'll be a couple of weeks. Um, they're not. They didn't actually say that it was finalised or it wasn't finalised. So we're really unsure of what's happening at the moment. It's getting to you a bit now, isn't it? Oh, it's soul-destroying, really, um, to think that we spoke out this time last year thinking we'll get somewhere and I never thought we'd be still living this nightmare a year later. Like, it is a nightmare because you still don't know what happened. What What are the... Remind us again, Leon, of the questions that you need answered, that you need them answered for you and your peace of mind and your partner's peace of yeah. mind. So we have we at the moment we we still have saw no proof of not we just heard from someone's mouth that this is what happened um, to child's our son's organs that they have been shipped abroad to be incinerated and that's basically all we know we don't know anything else um, and our questions are just simple why why didn't we get a phone call and um, why weren't we informed of this earlier. Um, just basic 
questions and why basic questions about our consent forms um, and why were they shipped abroad and um, just things that we need for our own closure and we have a right to know about our son's organs. Yes. At the time, I remember you and I talked about this. You want to know who signed off on this. Yeah. Who we sanctioned want someone it? held accountable. We want to know like what was going through their minds when they thought, yeah, that's okay, let's ship 18 babies' organs away to be incinerated abroad and not inform their parents what in their right mind were they thinking then and who signed off I mean I don't think it was just any one person Hmm. Um, I'm sure I had to go through a few different hands to be signed off on and it wasn't something that was just a tick of a box and thought an hour later it was gone Um, I'm sure there was a whole process leading up to this um, and that's what we want to know Not only was this decision made this decision was sanctioned this decision Mm -hmm. was signed off on yeah, without or without the parents' knowledge, without the parents being informed of anything. Um, I mean, it was weeks later by the time we did get the phone call. And even in that phone call, they didn't explain nothing. They didn't go into detail about it. Um, they just said we couldn't get our son's organs back and left it at that. You've been emailing them ever since and calling them ever since. Yeah, I have. Um, on the 4th of August, I emailed um, the South, Southwest Hospital Group and the CEO of the CUH, um, just with a list of concerns we have. Um, and I got a reply from the Southwest Hospital Group on the 23rd of August, um, telling me to raise my concerns directly with the CEO of the CUH. And at the moment, I'm still waiting for a direct reply to my concerns. So you did write, did you? Oh yeah, we did. We we emailed. We, um, I have sent numerous emails asking for a reply, um, just to be told um, that sometimes they just don't bother replying. Sometimes they say, yeah, we have put your concerns out there and we're hoping, but we haven't heard nothing back. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're just being pushed from one person to the next. Uh, nobody wants to actually deal with our questions, our concerns, they're just fobbing us off at this stage. Leona, what's it like trying to live like this? It's bad enough having lost your beautiful child and and this to discover this down the line. What's it like trying to live like this now? Um, we have we have no closure. Um, it's we didn't get to grieve our son properly. Um, I still feel like I haven't gone through the complete grieving process. Um, and we do have his little twin brother that I know will be asking questions and it's just the fear of the unknown Um, like they told us this happened but did it happen like are we how sure are they that this is where our son's organs are Um, it's the first thing I think about when I wake up in the morning and it's the last thing I think about at night just what happened my beautiful son Um, it's it's just really nerve-wracking I'm afraid of what's going to come next. Is there going to be another bit of a scandal added to it? Um, it's very uneasy. It's hard to just yeah. to just close the book really and try live a normal life when this is eating away at us. That's not a book. That's it. not a book you can close un- until you find out what happened. Yeah, that's it. And once we do find out what happened, I know we'll have a long road in accepting it. And, but at least then we can get the help that we need and maybe get some sort of closure and learn to live with it. But at the moment, it's just an open book that we can't move past. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that and maybe to people who wouldn't, who mightn't understand it, Leona. Like you go to bed at night and you wake up in the morning thinking, what happened? 
yeah, and I, I know I will grieve my son Lee um, for the rest of my life, and I'm okay with that. Um, I miss him, and that's okay. But missing your son and not knowing exactly what happened to your son's organs is just two completely different wavelengths. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel guilty. I have been gone through so many emotions that I felt guilty. I was angry, as angry at myself. I was angry at the hospital. Um, it's just the emotions are what gets you down it's it's so I'm emotionally drained from it all really at this stage is it hard on a relationship yeah like I mean I mean the both of us have to be parents and the both of us have to get out and go to work and try continue as normal um but just having all these questions it's just it's just really unfair on us um I think we we do deserve these answers and we deserve to be able to work on it together and get past this mm-hmm. um yeah it's, and you're very it's clear you're very clear as well leona you're you're not going to stop asking those questions no not not at all I, I'm not stopping um and at this stage it's not it's not even about me or Glenn anymore it's more about Lee it's about Lewis it's about them 17 other angel babies and any any future losses I mean we we know in Ireland we were here way back a number of years ago and not nothing has changed like we still have no human tissue bill passed so my fight is for a greater cause it's not just about us it's mm. about anyone that will suffer an unfortunate loss in the future um we need a human tissue bill passed we need to make the necessary changes now before another grieving family have to go through this again there used to be an old saying back in the days of the mother and baby homes and the mm-hmm. Magdalene laundries and the way they treated women and their babies back then, you know, if we ignore them long enough, they'll go away. That's not going to happen here, I think, is the very clear message from you today. No, no way is it going to happen. I mean, I, I'm i hoping that it will end soon, but believe me, I'm not. I'm ne- I will never give up. This is something that I'm so determined to do. Um, and I will, I keep, I think if I have to send the same email every single day for the rest of my life, then that's what I'll do. Um, I mean, us along with the other families we did, we protested outside the hospital, we sent emails, we've contacted TDs, we've done everything in our power and we're, we're not stopping. We, we are not stopping until we get the answers that we deserve. And that your little boy deserves. Yeah. Leona, it's it's great talking to you. And I, 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 unfortunately, I wish the circumstances were happier. And one day, if you do get the answers, I'd, I'd love to talk again. Oh, of course. I don't think this is the last time you'll hear from me. If I that's think not. <laughs> I think not. Great chatting to you, as always. Look after Thanks yourself. Thanks very much. And my, best, my best to Glenn. Thank you. It's, no, thank you. Um, thanks, Leona. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. 
Now, the parents, very shortly after that uh, documentary came out last year, they gathered themselves into a group called The Voice of Our Angels, campaigning and continuing to campaign and demand answers. Katie, um, my condolences. We've not spoken before. My condolences to you on the loss of James. He was just two days old. Thanks, And he died in January 2020. Good morning to you. Morning. Tell me your story. Um, well, as you said, my son James was born. He passed away after a day. He had a hole in his lung and he had a bleed. So sadly, he did pass away. But when all this came about, we had to find out through social media. And thanks to Leona, again, Leona, I thank her every time. Because without Leona coming forward, we wouldn't have known anything about this at all. Oh, so nobody told you anything? We got told the... Leona's RTE investigations was being premiered and we got a phone call the night before and we were basically told that there was a scandal going to be coming about publicly about 18 babies. That's all we were told and that they had to notify us families because we were one of the families involved and that is all we were told until we found out through social media the following morning. Crikey, so you were one of the families involved. You found out just before the documentary. Yeah, the night before, and then I had to wake up. Like, we were literally just told your part of it. When we questioned what is it, they said they couldn't inform us of what it was. So when I woke up the following morning, I had to see it on papers, oh hear it on the radio, God. and then watch Leona that night. So let me, let, me, let me paint this out for listeners who might be missing it, Katie. So you got a call to say there was a documentary coming up on RTE, and that you were involved, shall we say, your your family, your yeah. your baby had been involved. You didn't know the nature of the documentary. You didn't know what was going to no. be what was going to be revealed in the documentary. So then no, you they said you, they couldn't inform us. My God. So then you find out what happened to your beautiful boy who lived for one day. You find out through a documentary and through social media. Yeah, literally, we had to read our, like Leona's interviews that were on the papers. We had to see it on Facebook and read the articles. And still at that, we still didn't know any better And until we actually watched RT Investigate and got more of an insight into it. And then we had our questions as if to say, why am I involved kind of thing? Oh and then we found out that there was 18 of us all together. Have you found out anything more since? <laughs> Well, we're getting like we were promised that we would have got answers last year. We were promised there'd be a human tissue bill put in for September of this year, which we've now been notified through a third party that that didn't happen in the dial. Uh, we're getting emails every four weeks. What's annoying us about the emails is we're all basically getting the exact same email copied and pasted every time. All that's changed is our names at the top of the email. Yeah. You want to know. And it's don't just you, delay, exactly. delay, delay. We'll contact you in four weeks. That's it. We need the closure. Like me personally, I actually took out took down my son's photos because I felt like I was sitting there looking at his pictures and in my mind I was saying, I can't give answers when I don't have answers. Why did that happen to you when I'm looking at his picture saying you didn't deserve this? It's re-traumatizing all over again. I mean, losing a child is traumatizing enough. Hello? Losing a child is traumatizing enough, Katie. But to have to go through this, what's it like? 
it's as if we thought we had just grieved for our son. Whereas when the scandal came about, it's as if he just passed away again. Yeah. But in an even worse situation, because we don't know, we don't have an answer of why. So it's, pra- it's nearly losing your child for a second time. But this time you cannot grieve because you do not have the answers that you need. Yeah. And as Leona said, and has said before, like somebody decided to do this. Somebody put their name to this plan. And you want to know who that person was and why they did that. That's it. Like, we need to know. And I I probably will come across bad, but what type of sick person can sign off on such a thing, on something so delicate? These babies were born. These babies were human. These babies are a child. It's a family. It's not just... Us, us as parents that are suffering, our families are suffering. I have, tr- I have children myself. My daughter is only six. She goes to bed with a picture of her holding her baby brother every night, missing him. She has his teddy in bed with her every night. Yeah. Our children are being affected because it's affecting us as parents. And he was treated as clinical waste. That's sickening. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, did they pick it up and just throw it into a bin? Like, just trying to image it is impossible. Like, the organs of a baby are so small. All our 18 babies' organs would fit in a shoebox of whatever they have taken from us. That's not much. Like, their excuse was there was no room in the storage of for COVID. But even at that, it's, it's just not acceptable. Yeah. You want to know why? You want to know who, and you want to know why you weren't told. Yeah, like to be told the way we were, it's just mentally draining. Literally, it's mentally draining, waiting for the answers, getting told week on week on week, oh, you'll have the answer on such and such a date, you'll have your answers on such and such a date. I was actually on RT Investigates this exact day a year ago, and I'm still sitting here with the same questions in my head. It's hard on a family, it's hard on a relationship, it's hard on you, Mint. I mean, I'm sure it must be the last thing you think of every night and the first thing you think of every morning, is it? Every minute of the day, <laughs> literally. When will we get the answers? Why, when can I grieve for my baby? When will I get closure? Like, it's just question upon question upon question that just runs through your mind constantly. Mm. I said at the time... And I, I have no connection to any of these families, just my own personal feeling as a parent, myself and a human being. I, be, I My one question is that whoever decided to sign off on this, why are they still in a job? Would you share that? That's it. Like, we don't know who it is. That person might be a top person inside the HSE signing documents still to this day after signing such a harsh document that has hurt so many people. And they're still getting away with it and getting away with it. Like, is that person ever going to stand up in front of us 18 families and apologize? Are they ever actually going to show us they are genuinely sorry for the mistake they have made? And at that, it's not a mistake. It was done. End of. And they're they're going going to tell you why they did it? That's it. Like, at this point now being told the report is ready, but sorry, we can't give it to you. That's not fair. There's fa- there's 18 of us altogether. There's nine of us in our group. 
we have all replied to the hospital about wanting the report and how we want the report furnished to us. But now we are on limbo again because the other families might not decide to read the report and not reply. And that means then we're left sitting, waiting and waiting and waiting. Even though we know it's up in the hospital, the report is done, it's ready. So the report is ready, but you can't get it. Yeah. Yeah, and they haven't it. told you why. Well, their reason when they emailed us is that they were they're waiting for all families to reply to them about how they want the report furnished to them, and until all families have replied, they will not furnish it because they don't want other families finding out through third party sources. So, in other words, there are eighteen families, and unless all eighteen families reply, and sure, some might just not want to. Some might want to just get on with their lives and that's their business if they do. So until all 18 families give a response, there's no report available to any of you. That's it. That's what we have been told. That they don't want other families finding out through third party sources about the report and what's in the report. It's a good job you're thinking about that now, not like letting me find out through a television documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Katie, I don't know what to say to you. I really don't. I, I, well, I do, actually. I wonder, how do you keep going? For my children. If it wasn't for my children at home, then I don't know. Would I have coped? Or would I have been so strong? Who else do you have to look after? I have a 12-year-old daughter, Holly. I have an 8-year-old son, Caleb, and I have a 6-year-old daughter, Ruby. So I have three at home that keep me going 24-7. So without them, I wouldn't be me. And I suppose the oldest is probably old enough yet to start asking questions themselves, are they? They all do because they know that, like, they actually attended the last protest with me. They held the signs for their brother. They've held pictures of their brother. As I said, my daughter sleeps with the picture of him by her bed. She says, good night, good morning, every day. And she's only six. Yeah. Did you, did you get to I me? Mean, did you get to to bury James or or what? No, did you? I actually I got, I got him cremated and okay. I have some of his ashes here at home. And my grandmother actually passed away the June, okay. so I was after giving my grandmother a little urn with some of his ashes. And one of my grandmother's last wishes was for James's urn to be brought put into her coffin with her, huh. so that she would be with her forever. His nanny would mind him. Yeah, he's lucky he has a lot of angels up there. I know, I know. It's heartbreaking stuff. Katie, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really do Thanks hope, a million, Peter. I really do hope you get that to see that report. And you know what? If you get to see that report and you can never open your mouth to someone like me about it again, that's fine too. You just need to see it. Well, I, in my opinion, I think the country will need to know just as much as we do because they're now, like, they've been watching our TV interviews, they've been reading our interviews, they have been listening to us on the radio. So they know our story. So why let them know how far we're going and how far we're getting and then not telling them the answers because they have support, some of the public have supported us so much. And like Leona said, you're not going away. Katie, thank you very much. That's Katie Quilligan, 0818969696, another one of the mammies affected by this. Her little boy James was only one day old. Quartz 96 FM.